Hello, and welcome to Mentality. My name is Light. My name is Camera. And uh, this will be kind of a special episode here. This is kind of our, uh, what would you say this? This is like the epilogue of the of the season. We did this yeah. last season. No, this is kind of like our little wrap up, our little check in where we talk about the people that we've talked with and where we're going and where both of us are at kind of with the podcast in our own lives. Yeah, it's kind of been an interesting season too, a little bit of hills and valleys and such. But uh, before we get into that, I wanted to talk about our sponsor for this episode. It is Mentality, as usual, and the tea that we're drinking today. <laughs> tea Spectral. <laughs> or, wait. Yes, T-Spectral. Sorry. We are sponsoring I've, ourselves yes. today. Yes. <laughs> wow. We are. That's starting off great. <laughs> our t- <laughs> yes, our sponsor is T-Spectral. And the tea that we're drinking is a new one today. It's Silk Ribbon. And this one smells incredible. It kind of smells like one of those uh, like chocolate cherry things. You know, I forget I what those are called. I've been waiting to have this tea. For yeah. almost six months. This one. I'm very excited. <laughs> As you can tell, we've we've been sitting on this one for a little bit. This is Silk Ribbon, and it's a chocolate and almond and rose petal black tea. And uh, I haven't tried this one yet. Have you? No, I have not. You can definitely taste the chocolate. Mm, yes. That's very good. Cheers to yes, that. cheers. Hurrah! To Haley, our recordist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're here in a comedy pop up. So, kind of as usual, I think every episode of season two has been. Recorded here now, right? I Maybe one was so. uh, outside. Oh, we did do a couple outside. Yeah, I think in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, a couple. So this one, this season feels like it was just, I feel like the season went on for about five years for me as far as like looking back on the, the older episodes of season two. It feels like it's been forever. So our first episode of season two was actually Emily and Megan for uh, wedding therapy. Yeah, we. I think that that's a, a topic that I don't think we even realized we would cover until we found out that this wedding planner and photographer were doing their own podcast mm-hmm. about the importance of therapy within like your wedding planning and after the fact and what goes into that process and I don't think people really do talk about that about the stresses that come with first off like the the crash after marriage and also what people perceive and all the stresses that go into planning a wedding is a lot yeah it is and it's it I remember when you you mentioned this being a theme or a topic that we would cover I remember being like wow yeah absolutely I have never thought of this one but this will be a great episode it's it was a little out of at least my comfort zone because it's not something that I really think about that often I don't either so <laughs> <laughs> it's not on my mind as a young 20s so. <laughs> well I'm, I'm late 20s and I feel like everyone around me oh, I mid- think last year <laughs> I went to eight weddings so um, it's certainly always been at the the kind of the fringes of my thought process but on to the next one and speaking of one that we did outside of comedy pop-up this was with Yashi. Yes Yashi Brown we we got to have a famous poet on our our podcast Yashi Brown who's doing amazing things within mental Mm -hmm. health and with NAMI as an ambassador and that was when we recorded at Network Studios. Yeah. Uh, Clap out to them. They're a wonderful studio in Culver City. Yeah. And yeah, we got to learn a lot about um, bipolar and then the term schizoaffective and how that is being processed right now, mm-hmm. which I think was a really great conversation. And then within manifesting and poetry and kind of positive manifestation being really important to focus on. I think one that I actually quote the most is probably that episode, just because I think that was the first time I mentioned my name change. And that was also yeah. the first time that I, you know, I really had words to describe kind of what it was, was with manifestation and um, talking about her with that, like that thought process that I didn't really Really actually have any words for yeah but she, she was really able to, to it yeah and um that was wonderful she was uh, an amazing guest yeah. um on to the next one uh this is brandon russ for ocd and relationships i'm so happy you got that one on that one was very fortunate because it was uh it was someone that i work with and i just remember mentioning that i was working on a podcast on a mental health podcast and we were kind of gearing up for season two he spoke to me about this and I was like, wait, hold on. You should actually maybe hold on to all of this. And would you like to join me on my podcast? And we'll just we'll just continue this conversation. And he was so for it. And it was it was great. He was hysterical. Yeah. I loved the way that he talked about OCD and 
the things that he's gone through growing up and within his relationships, family, personal and such. Mm-hmm. And he, he was so open about everything. And yeah. it was it was great. And I remember uh, after work when it had um, aired, um, we, I had so many people come up to like him and I uh, just talking about how awesome that episode was. It, yeah. was. it was a really, really fun episode. Yeah, he really, really got into it. And I feel like I learned so much and I'm so happy that we got to have him on. I know, right? Speaking of learning so much, because this was another one that was a little bit out of my comfort zone. It was astrology within uh, the psyche with Catherine. Not going to lie, probably one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um, it was funny, actually, uh, a little, I guess this isn't a side note, but my, my housemate came into my room the other day. And he saw the uh, the stone that she gave us. I'm not sure if she mentioned this on the episode. I can't quite remember. But she gave us both stones. And mine, I believe, means um, unyielding love. Yeah, that and was both of ours. Yeah. I think we're the, like, the, the love. The... Mm-hmm. And it's it's a it's a small white kind of uh, pebble stone. And I have it next to my, my nightstand. And my housemate came in, I don't like it, a day ago or two <laughs> days ago. So it's kind of interesting, a little coincidental. But he was like, what is this? And I described it. And so I started talking about that episode. Um, that was a great episode. And I learned so much in that one, so much that is just kind of a world that I don't really think about kind of at all. Yeah, I, I feel like hearing her interpretation about how astrology and in the world of tarot has helped her with her mental health and how she's able to help other people within that way was really empowering. Mm -hmm. I think especially going into a topic where it's kind of that hokey dokey, people interpret it different ways of astrology, kind of seeing it from a really empowered perspective and not just the, this is what the world is. It's a more of interpreting it your own way and understanding how it can help your your being if it does. So yes. Yeah, sp- speaking of tarot, you that was a little bit out of the comfort zone for us is doing something <laughs> live. It was I a live really tarot liked reading. That I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> that was really fun. Yeah, it was fun. I remember she asked me if uh, you know if she wanted us to do a tarot reading on on air, and she asked me if I wanted to, and I was like, oh, I just actually got my tarot <laughs> like a couple of days ago. So let's do camera. She's that's never she's never done that before. <laughs> yeah, no, I I thoroughly enjoyed that as the first who is neutral on tarot I I thought it was really fun and also was very introspective for me to reflect on oh what are the big changes that are happening in my life and what am I holding back within myself yeah one thing I also really appreciated about Catherine was that this was this was her life but it didn't feel like it was getting like pushed on us no. it was like if you if you feel comfortable with this like we can move forward with it but if not like that's fine and you know? she wasn't like, trying to push you. any agenda onto mm-hmm. us or make us believe fully on what she was she was just mm-hmm. explaining her her journey with it which was really powerful yeah and I, I think that's that's beautiful on to the next one uh <laughs> this one was uh difficult for me to it was death with dignity with Allie yeah. and this one this one was difficult because it's such a heavy topic but this one was a, a very informational I learned so much <laughs> Allie is a powerhouse in so many ways within the knowledge of this topic and her working on a comedy piece about it I I just feel like I learned more about kind of what the rules and regulations were of things and how people don't even understand really the terms of it and how to really explain it as well. Yeah, absolutely. That was uh, that episode reminded me a lot of uh, John Oliver because I, I mm-hmm. felt like at the end of it, I was just like, wow, I just got I just learned so much about something that I had no idea about really. It's it's both like inspiring and also like somewhat terrifying of like all of the different ins and outs of that. Looking forward to see where she goes with that. I I think she'll go far. Allie's very talented and especially with this important topic. I really hope she she does a lot with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Moving on, we got endometriosis with Molly. I thoroughly love this episode because we got to talk about women's issues Mm -hmm. of like the issue that we're not really allowed to talk about, the, the friend that comes the once a month and that no one seems to want to mention. <laughs> <laughs> this this one was probably, I mean, probably one of the more hilarious episodes. I thought this one was really, really funny. It was a very, oh, very boy. good episode. I just remember before we did it, it was such a, like, I, we had a heart to heart because it was something that we were both very uncomfortable talking about, but for two very different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so I, I remember talking about it and being like, are we sure we're okay with this? And like, do we trust each other enough for this kind of like information mm-hmm. to get out there, you know? And I well, remember... It's out there. <laughs> yeah. And I remember this being an interesting one because I, I really wanted to 
be kind of the audience surrogate for like the men who have no idea about any of this, you know, and asking those questions that <laughs> I felt comfortable asking, but not everyone does. And um, I don't know, I'm, I'm very thankful that both of you were on board with that because that could have been a very uncomfortable conversation very quickly. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. No, yeah. it was a very safe space. Mm -hmm. Felt like it was very open. Got to talk a lot. Yeah. Um, the uh, next one is grappling with our gremlin. This was a very unique episode because this was the first time that I think we kind of dove into like a project, you know, um, it yeah. covered mental health, but it covered mental health in more of like an art way than it did kind of in a, um, it, it more came from the, the side of art than it did from the side of like a, a person. Yeah, you we kind of got to talk about like what anime, in a way like minimal animation and YouTube and how you can kind of process within humor and anxiety mm -hmm. in multiple different ways and I think that Emily and Rebecca are doing a great job with that and that was a that's a wonderful show by the way if you yeah. uh <laughs> check out Gremlin Girl on YouTube yeah uh, it's very fun I've watched every series. episode and I think I watched them all in a row so <laughs> they're they're really easy to digest I think that that's a lot of the media today that is going to be really successful is the quick informational funny mm -hmm. kind of gets with you and sticks with you that you can rewatch yeah they're so. they're two three minute you know episodes and they're very funny and also extremely relatable <laughs> yeah. what's going on inside your head watch gremlin girl that is what it is <laughs> the next one coming up was was really really fun because it, it almost was a little nostalgic for me it was wrestling with identity with ryan um just because i grew up watching wrestling and it was just all of those you know, names that he was talking about and all of the kind of his world was something that I was so involved with for a very long time in my childhood. <laughs> I had a great time learning and being on the, the listening side of that to really, because I didn't really know much about the world of wrestling and what that had kind of affected and where that had taken him. And it wasn't something that I'd ever kind of thought about in life. And I loved hearing the journey and hearing what the ins and outs are of that sports within the WWE or even independently. Yeah. yeah. This this episode kind of continued the trend that I feel kind of permeated throughout a lot of season two, which was um, we didn't just kind of tackle individual issues where they were, you know, where it's anxiety or depression or, you know, et cetera. It was more kind of tailored towards that individual person and their experience yeah. as far as, you know, their career or their, you know, life choices or something like that, yeah. you know. And kind and of what, it, what that the experience had done to like kind of mold their brain in a way. Mm -hmm. It was almost, it's, I feel like season two has been a little bit more nurture than nature. If that kind of makes sense. You I know? think that's good. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. I'm excited for his short film heel, mm -hmm. which I'm going to be on set on. That's yeah. good. You didn't even tell me that. That's crazy. We haven't, that's talk, super we cool. haven't had a moment <laughs> to like process and talk about it. Cause it's just kind of, so, yeah. yeah, full disclosure, we haven't had a, a recording session in about a month, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is kind of all... Uh, so yeah, this happened in, within the month, yep. so yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on set. That's Watch amazing. Heal, guys, when it comes out, or however they disclose it, like, look forward to this really wonderful short film. Yeah, so. and next up is Authenticity with Mark. Uh, Mark Shapiro... He, he's just got it down. He's figured out a lot of different secrets to just being really, first off, unique, really personable, and kind of taking that from going from a corporate job to leaving that, leaving it all behind, doing his own podcast, figuring out the ways to be authentic to himself, within love, within life and bringing people closer to a more positive perspective of themselves. Yeah, this was an interesting episode because I almost felt like we were the guests almost. Yeah. You know, he he spoke, he asked us a lot of questions and mm -hmm. I felt like we were talking to a guru and it, yes, it didn't very much feel like we were the host. Yeah, it didn't really feel like we were the host in that episode. It kind of felt like we were being like <laughs> informed and I, I don't know, I learned so much in that one. <laughs> yeah. I loved his, his uh, story with his girlfriend. That was a cool kind of journey yeah. how he like had gone on all these dates and then meeting her is like, oh, I'm comfortable. This feels right. And mm -hmm. just kind of going forward with that was really powerful. Yeah, that was it. That episode was a journey and I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up was childhood trauma with Kathleen. Oh, this was really great because I think we all got to kind of explore little parts of our childhood that mm -hmm. we haven't really 
like uncovered or really gone back to. Was- yeah. Yeah. This episode, I, I feel like I, I spoke a lot about a lot of things that I don't think I've especially never spoken on on air. I haven't really spoken to just in public in general. This one was very uh, personal, probably one of our heavier epi- episodes, yeah. to be honest. It was a very good episode, though. <laughs> yeah, no, childhood isn't always the the best times, but mm-hmm. I think we we reflected on some on the good and the bad, and also kind of how how you overcome, how you can make the best of what you were dealt, even mm-hmm. like you've be, can be given. You're always gonna be given good and bad, and kind of seeing how to how to tackle that and. Yeah, and I, I love what she's doing with her mindset coaching. Absolutely. Uh, next up is adoption with Cameron. Uh, Cameron is a special soul. She's, <laughs> she's gotten to live a life of just, like adoption gave her the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we've heard a story like hers within adoption very often in the media. Yeah. And I'm so glad that we got to share that story. Her story is not every person's story with adoption, but... I think we got to share a light on someone who has their own personal journey with adoption and how it really made their life important to them today. Yeah, I love that we got to tell a story that just really isn't out there kind of at all. And she's just taking it and running with it. And it's just it's such a inspirational and beautiful kind of story, yeah, you know, a positive light to shed, shed on it. So. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'd love to change that narrative. Yeah. Of adoption <laughs> just being always negative. Yeah. No, you got to got to show got to show both sides of the, of the story. And so. last but not least, we finished the season with uh, body positivity with Jess. Oh, my gosh. Jessica Lauren is I just feel like she is one of the most positive, enlightening people to be around. I feel like a better person when I'm around her. Mm-hmm. She like she didn't want to be a model. She wanted to do science. And then it fell into her lap that this was something that she was good at and she had fun with. And people realized that she was wonderful at it. And she's been able to take that like ambition and turn it into this self-love campaign that just is the most important thing I think we need online right now. So, you know, from the moment, because I had met her before we uh, started recording, from the moment that I walked in, she was just like a bundle of joy. And it was wonderful. That entire conversation. I don't know if I ever stopped smiling in that conversation. She's just so positive and so happy. And like she, you know, the way she, you know, talk about body positivity, it's just all positivity, to be honest. It's just. It was great. Like, I think I learned a lot about the plus size movement Mm -hmm. as well that I didn't know, that I didn't realize. And I feel like I was educated. I feel like I was positively enlightened and I just felt so happy after that episode. Yeah. I wanted to do that episode again. I know. Let's just do it again. Sequel. (laughs) (laughs) So that actually rounds out uh, season two, you know, a quick little, uh, you know, recap of the season. We went to a lot of places that we had never been before. We, I feel like we took a lot of risks on the season talking about topics that we, you know, in season one, I felt like we tackled a lot of things that I feel like we were either, you know, personally familiar with or things that we had kind of been around quite a bit. Mm -hmm. But in season two, there are things that I walked into it not even knowing how this episode would go, you know, talking about things that I basically knew nothing about and being there to learn, you know, Um, it was a very, it was a a roller coaster of a season. It was a very fun season. (laughs) Yeah, no, I like that we got to do such a variety and a diversity of topics. Mm -hmm. in stuff that isn't just stuff that we have dealt with or stuff that we were that knowledgeable on or even maybe like had the main interest in. So I yeah. think that that was really important. Yeah. So I, I wanted to, uh, now that we're, we're finishing up season two, I kind of wanted to go into season three and beyond and kind of talk about where we're at now, you know, how yeah. season two affected us and kind of where we want to move forward with it. Season two, a heck of a, a learning um, experience, and not just with the episodes in general. Um, I, Speaking for myself, all during season two, there was a lot of life changes happening, too. I'm sure our audience noticed that, you know, some of the episodes didn't come out on, you know, the, the regular cadence. And, you know, season two was uh, a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> a lot more work than I feel like season one was, but maybe for different reasons. No, I think <laughs> that we've held ourselves to a higher standard and mm-hmm. putting out episodes has been more difficult when we want to make sure that they are the best they can be and also scheduling our time we both have taken on I think more responsibilities within our own like jobs and then within this podcast trying to figure out where we want to take it Mm -hmm. but I think one of the things we should start with is on the transition that we made on this in season two that we kind of didn't really bring up or talk about Mm -hmm. too much which is 
your name. Oh yeah. And kind of how I want I want that story to be told. I think. Yeah, really absolutely. Um, so I can't remember. I know it was during Yashi's episode, but I don't know if it's during the first episode. I started introducing myself as Light um, as opposed to Zach, and. Um, the, the story behind that, funny because as I mentioned earlier with uh, Yashi's episode, I didn't really have words to describe it until that episode. So talking about a learning episode, I really, as everyone here knows who listens to the episode, I, I deal with anxiety and I deal with depression. And last year was really tough for me. There was a lot of things that were going on. And earlier this year um, was really tough. And a lot of my life has changed. A lot of I really wanted to try to find a way to move forward in as positive a way as I could and kind of, in the words of Yashi, kind of manifest what I would like my life to be like and how I would like to be and kind of make a promise to myself as publicly as I feel like I can, which is my name. I mean, you know, everyone knows you by your name. And I feel like for me, this was a promise to myself to kind of try to live up to that name. Um, to me, light is a positive kind of light at the end of the tunnel sort of thing. And I really wanted to um, try to embody that. And I've tried to hold myself to that standard as much as I can. I feel like a lot of the things that I guess I'll talk as Zach in the past tense, you know, a lot of things that Zach did, I'm not proud of a lot of things that Zach went through uh, weren't great. And I kind of wanted to try to reinvent myself, you know, and I think us as humans, us as people have that ability to kind of be like, you know what, I'm going to start over, you know, that doesn't take away from anything that my past was. It doesn't take away from the things that happened to me or that I did. You know, I still have to hold on to those. But forward, I want to try to live according to this promise that I've made myself. And the most public promise I feel like is, you know, how you introduce yourself. You know, the first thing that people know me as now is light. I don't know. It's, it's yeah, it's holding me to that standard of trying to be the light in the world mm -hmm. and being a light for myself, you know, and reminding me that there's always a way to get out of that darkness. And what's what's wonderful is even, even more so when people call me that name, it makes me happy, which does help with the depression. <laughs> you know, every time someone calls me by that name, not only because of the connotation of the name, but because of, I don't know, it, it feels nice to know that the people that you really trust and the people that you care for are willing to change something that's kind of so fundamentally you because you asked them to, you know, it, I, you know, obviously it's difficult to just swap what someone's name is. You know, if someone asks you to call them something different, it's, it's difficult. You're so used to it for, you it's know, I have process. friends who are, yeah, I have friends who I've known for 10, 12 years and, you know, now I'm asking them to call me by something different. And, uh, but it actually means a lot when they do, it makes me happy to know that they care about me enough to like make that conscious decision just like I have. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the, the, the short story of it. How has that <laughs> process been though? Like since changing, like kind of adopting this new name like mm -hmm. that feels more you yeah I mean, what I, I can want to interview you now absolutely about, about that yeah. like within your friends within your your family or the relationships you have even business like mm -hmm. how has that process been bringing up that like I'm changing my name to light or yeah. the can you call me light or even within your work you you kind of had that changing perspective right when you got the yeah. the job you have now. When I introduced, it was my first day, actually. <laughs> I had actually been, you know, mulling over this for a little bit of just kind of like ways to help dig myself out of the kind of rut that my psyche was in, that I felt my life was in, and how to move forward with that. And there were other changes that I've made too. You know, I've I've tried to kind of double down on on meditation and, you know, taking deep breaths when, I, when I'm starting to feel anxious or upset or, you know, uh, things like that. But one of those ways was, you know, I was thinking, you know, maybe changing my name would be a nice way of kind of manifesting this promise that I'm trying to make to myself. And uh, it was my first day at my job, at my new job. <laughs> my my full name is Zachary. And my boss who had hired me, um, he's walking me around the office introducing me. And he turns around when he first starts introducing me. And he's like, by the way, do you prefer being called Zachary or Zach? <laughs> Which is a pretty normal question that people ask me. And I said, actually, I prefer light <laughs> and that's how it started was that he started introducing me as a light so that actually helped a lot at work because that's kind of the first name that anyone there has known me by but it is like just logistically been extremely difficult because you know all of my official documents still say Zach all of my debit cards and credit cards you know all of my social security you know all of my emails all of those things all say my official name so it's been difficult to even 
introducing myself as light at work with people who don't know me personally. They just know me from my email handle. You know, logistically, it has been difficult. It's been also really difficult with, as I mentioned earlier, friends who have known me for a long time as Zach. I've learned how to kind of bring it up in a way that isn't super awkward. But when it first happened in there, like, hey, Zach. And, you know, before it was like, I prefer being called like, (laughs) 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 if you can, please. (laughs) And then also just answering those inevitable questions afterwards when they're like, you know, why, why are you changing your name? You know, Uh, because at first it comes off really weird as someone who just decides to change their name. But I don't know. I, I like to remind people that none of us got to choose our name. You know, none of us got to choose really anything that we were born with. You know, there's certain things that we can't change that we were born with, but there are certain things that we can. And I feel like we're in a culture that I, I hope we can start to embrace that, like, there are things that you can change and your name is one of them. You know, like, just because your parents decided this is your name doesn't mean that you have to decide that's your name. You know, I like the name Zach, but um, to me, light resonates better with me. And, you know, that's the name that I choose to go by logistically and just kind of just as myself. I used to talk about myself in the third person a lot. I used to be like, uh, you know, I'd make jokes about myself and call myself Zach. And I had to actually switch that in my mind, too, of being like, ah, this is a light thing, not a Zach thing. So, yeah, it's been an interesting journey. But I mean, at this point, it's been almost a year that I've I've changed my name. Yeah, I think what's really interesting as a person who's kind of seen that journey, like kind of fall through, seeing how kind of as you made that decision, seeing your life change. Yeah. Like it was difficult, obviously, and that there were some challenges with it, but a lot of good has happened for you. Like a lot Mm -hmm. of things that I think were holding you back before really opened up. Well, what's nice about it is, you know, I mean, you make this step to change your name, but as weird as it sounds, I mean, that's actually a really big step to commit yourself yeah. to, you know, and and I really wanted to, the whole point of it was for it to be a promise to myself. And I'm not saying that all of a sudden the moment I changed my name, all of a sudden I'm like, all right, I'm living up to the standards that I, I wanted light to live up to. But like it has helped, you know, it has, you know, I'm, I take promises very seriously. And when I decided to take that step, I was like, you know, I'm going to make a conscious effort to do a lot of the things that I feel like I failed at before, make a conscious improvement on certain things, you know, and taking that step and taking that step to change your name is one of those things where, I don't know, it encouraged me to also speak out about other things that I was a little bit more shy to talk about, you know, you know, every time someone asks me, uh, why'd you change your name? I have to talk about my anxiety and my depression and all of that stuff. Those are things I didn't just completely express outwardly all the time, you know, and mentality has helped a lot with that too. I I think it's really great. I think that it's a powerful journey and I'm really excited to see how it continues for you. Yeah. So I wanted to talk a little bit about where we wanted to go in the future with this, this journey of mentality. (laughs) Yeah. I I think we're definitely going to take some time to really figure out how we can make, whether it's the next season or if we're just going to be putting out episodes where we want it to be and what we want this brand to be, what we want this show to be and how we can really be just diving into more topics and, whether like kind of what research we want to be doing and what what topics are are wanting to be out there. Yeah, so. I know. I we've spoken about this earlier, but I know that one of the standards, at least for me personally, that I really wanted to you know explore with uh, season three and onwards is you know really kind of diving into the research for both the the guest and the topic. Yeah. A little bit more. I want to make sure that we're asking the right questions at the right time and making sure that we're diving into those topics as deep as we possibly can. Um, Not that I feel like we've done a bad job at all, but I want to make sure that we're, you know, talking about the the most important stuff we can be talking about in that subject, you know. And that's going to take time and energy and uh, effort that, you know, uh, frankly, I've really struggled with with season two, you know, finding that time and energy. Because this does take a lot of work, you know, you're both juggling social media, you know, your marketing, you're going and finding where you're going to record, finding your guests, you know, that's something that I feel like I've been really fortunate is that you're amazingly awesome at (laughs) networking. Quite a bit of the guests that we had on season two were guests that you met through networking that I would have not ever you know, come across. <laughs> well, thank you. I mean, you brought on some really great guests too. And I think that we both have work to do and we both have skills that we bring to the table mm-hmm. that is going to be really useful for us to build upon. And I think that now that we've done this for almost a year and doing it for like two seasons, kind of 13 episodes plus 
times two, mm-hmm. you know, all that fun stuff. So <laughs> basically, it's like w- we want to like level up. We know what we're we we kind of know our jive. We mm-hmm. we know what we know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But I think we can level up. I think that we can do even more in depth topics and even figure out different ways that we want interviews or we want recordings to go. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know we discussed different ways of, of branching out from mentality as well and figuring out to get this message out there even more, you know, because yeah. these are topics, as we mentioned, these are topics that don't really get talked about very often and not in this kind of setting either, where it's a very casual, you know, like we're just going to sit down and have some tea and laugh about it, you know, because yeah. there's, there's some heavy <laughs> topics we talked about yeah. that we were laughing about. And I think that's, um, um, I think that's a great way to approach approach topics is to realize that this is all, you know, something that we're all dealing with, you know, yeah. and it's normal, you know, and so it doesn't always have to be just this, this negative thing that we're constantly thinking about. It can be yeah. something that you can talk about while drinking tea with someone. Exactly. And I think that there's <laughs> ways we can build upon it too. Like I think we... We want to build upon whether we want to be filming these episodes or if that's mm-hmm. too personal or I've seen like with a lot of podcasts right now, live shows is a big thing. And not that we need to go down that route right now or ever. But if we <laughs> if we were like kind of or kind of talk show based or what what a live show would look like for mm-hmm. us, that's actually I don't know if I've ever brought that up, but that's something now that I'm bringing up that I think I would like to dive into. Let's talk about live. <laughs> yeah, like how that would work, what, how we would put that out, and what other elements do we want to add? Do we do we like the tea? I mean, I want to be getting feedback from people as well as kind of how do we reach a broader audience and how do we learn how to even learn how to make segments and, mm-hmm. and do more within our episodes too. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I very much agree. And I, I would love to, for season three, you know, definitely sit down and figure out how we can map this, you know, moving forward that is both great for the podcast, but also good for us because I know that that's something that I definitely struggled with was time management in this, yeah, this I think last couple of months. This last month, which was like a... <laughs> A roller coaster for me, kind mm-hmm. of learning a lot about my own mental health, getting into a secure place where I feel comfortable with myself and a lot happier. I kind of shut down from a lot of things within the podcast, within anything that wasn't my own, my job, I was kind of pushing aside. And now that I'm in a place where I can really just open up and kind of look and see different angles, I want to see how I can add the podcast back to my life and like really be managing and focusing more and and seeing where we can take this yeah absolutely yeah me too i mean it's it's been a struggle with uh with this i guess i can't really even say it's a new job anymore i've been there for like 10 months but (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i'm constantly learning and um you know it's i'm I'm working all the time uh at that job i um it's funny because my partner just told me all you do is work (laughs) and that's not the (laughs) best thing to hear from your partner (laughs) well you do work a lot yeah i do but it's you know it's I I find work very fulfilling, but I also need to realize that, you know, I have other responsibilities outside of work. I do very much tie my work into kind of my own well-being, which I'm not sure if that's healthy or not. But uh, this is actually a conversation I had with a a coworker the other day is that if someone tells me I'm doing a bad job, not that that happens too often, but like if someone's telling me I'm doing a bad job or if I feel like I'm doing a bad job, I take that very personally versus something that like... You know, is just kind of a if someone just off the street told me you're doing a bad job, I'd be like, yeah, whatever, you know, and just kind of walk by. But like if my boss tells me I'm doing a bad job, I think it feels more than just because they have my livelihood in their palms. You know, it's more just like. I feel like it's a very personal thing to me yeah. of um, of work, you know, but I guess I digress. <laughs> no, I agree with that. And I think it's interesting, like I, what I do for work is actually mental health related as well. So it's interesting, like having a podcast that's mental health, having one of my jobs be mental health based. And I think that I haven't been a good example of taking care of my own mental health while working in a very mental health like <laughs> focused field. I'm like, okay, I think I've overstimulated myself in it, which I love, but I really want to be exhausting. If yeah. It's I think 24/7. it's been affecting me in a lot of different ways mm-hmm. within my life and my work is not practicing what I preach. And that's my goal is to be able to be doing this podcast, doing my job and other jobs and whatever I need to be doing, being able to, to take care of myself and my friends and my yeah. and the people around me in the best way possible so that I can show up everywhere and be more present and be the best version of myself. 
because I've taken care of myself. Yeah, something that I actually did uh, at work that I don't know if I hadn't been working on mentality, I wouldn't have done is, or I would have done is uh, take a mental health day. I've never done that before. But there was a day, you know, a couple of months ago that I was just like, you know what, I'm not feeling it today. You know, like I don't feel sick. I just don't feel like interacting with people, <laughs> you know, I, I will not be the best me at work today and just taking a mental health day. And I don't know if I would have had that same uh, courage to do that if it wasn't for both of these seasons of mentality, you know, you know, that's another thing is just trying to kind of live what we're, I don't, I don't want to say we're preaching it cause we're yeah. asking questions, yeah. but uh, you know, yeah. living what we're kind of like, you know, enveloping mm-hmm. ourselves in is making sure that we feel the, uh, the, courage and the you know the drive to take care of ourselves as well you know and mm. and that's including from this podcast you know that's as we've mentioned it's <laughs> been a month since we've recorded um you know because it's been a difficult month yeah. <laughs> I think that we we both needed to take some time to really get back into center with our own selves and and figure out where we are and mm-hmm. and that's important it's okay to take a break it's okay to to rest you know I think rest is the secret as the half alive band Josh would say. <laughs> Love that band. Yes. Um, I heard them the other day in the, in someone else's car and I was like, yes, yes. they're making uh, it. <laughs> they really are. Their LA show is sold out. They have another LA show. <laughs> they're really great. So Half Alive, they've got great message. That's a side note. Yeah. 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 It's okay. We our, might have our them podcast on one is full day, of tangents. You know? That's the goal. Yeah. So. One day. One day. Yeah, I mean, speaking of, we have a lot of goals for that we had for season yeah. two that, you know, we, we achieved quite a few of them, but we there's did. other ones that but I'd love still, to, to move forward with season forward. three. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot of guests that were, you know, we we almost got for season two that I, I know we'll get for season oh, three. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. And I think that there's a few guests who I think that I definitely could have pushed harder on getting. And there's some that I'm like, oh, I don't feel ready yet or yeah. I don't feel we're in a place where we are ready yeah that comes up a lot actually is is that you know there will be certain guests that we know we can get on the show that we just kind of are like you know what i i think we need to kind of uh sharpen our skills a little bit on this one i you know like this is one of those that i think us as as interviewers us as like this topic you know or this guest you know you want to make sure that it's a a positive experience for everybody you want to make sure that you know you're getting to the to the bottom of these topics and you know some of our guests we've we've realized like you know what we kind of have to to practice a little bit more you know and even with specific topics there's ones where Mm -hmm. we have like we've had opportunities to do them and we want to make sure we're portraying them in the best light because there are some topics, obviously with our podcast, we're talking about topics that are mm-hmm. mental health related or taboo and kind of outside the lands of what people talk about. Which so. is which is something I loved about season two is I felt like we really pushed that boundary on things that yeah. we were comfortable talking about with or talking about, you know, that we were especially in public, let alone, you know, in private mm-hmm. and things like that. But I was really proud of us that we, we tackled topics that were things that were like, yeah, they were they were pretty out there as far as like feeling comfortable yeah. about talking these things about these things you know and I think that's awesome and I would love to keep pushing that that boundary for season three you know both as guests you know with people that you know maybe we feel that we're nervous talking with and also as topics things that we don't necessarily feel yeah. uh, comfortable talking about <laughs> and I think within like the research that we can do and the preparation that we can really put forth with season mm-hmm. three those will be able to be reached and surpassed. Yeah, it sounds like that'll be kind of a uh, a regular thing that we've been talking about for season three is figuring out ways to kind of hone our skills yeah. so that season three is a little bit of a, of a tighter season, mm-hmm. one that not only pushes boundaries, but it pushes boundaries in the right ways and ones that we're, we're comfortable talking about and ones that we're uncomfortable talking about, but either way we go unprepared. I, I don't know. That's, it sounds like season three is going to be quite a, a deep dive and quite I want, a journey. I want season three to be like a revival for mm-hmm. our podcast. I want it to be a new light. Like Absolutely. not that our podcast needs a revival. But like, <laughs> like I want. Well, we're to already be... rebooting, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no. Wow, we're like the Spider-Man of, of podcasts. <laughs> no, but I, I want it to be where we're taking it to the next level, where we can broaden our audience, broaden our perspective, and add more things to the podcast that mm-hmm. can be beneficial to it. Absolutely, yeah. because there's so much more that this podcast can grow that isn't just sitting across the table from a guest and talking. You know, yeah. like there can be so much more as far as you know, like you said, video or additional audio or, you know, behind the scenes or whatever it might be, you know. Live show. Um, yeah. Or, or live show. <laughs> yes. One day. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Not live. <laughs> I'm just, I'm dream. I'm putting out few, very future things. Yeah. Not tomorrow. You're not going to see a live show anytime soon. Guys. <laughs> Surprise. This is live. But yeah, I, 
I'm very much looking forward to season three, and um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very much looking forward to it. What else do you want to talk about for our epilogue? Oh, I, I, oh, we, we, we forgot. We got our second sponsor this season. Yes, that was yeah. really exciting. We got to have a wonderful brand, Osea, mm-hmm. like support a few of our episodes, and which was another kind of uh, new thing that we did for season two. That was not something we had for season yeah, one. Yeah, that leveled us up. Being able to work with an established, mm-hmm. really well, like just first off, ethically well and great product company that we both believed in was such a, like, it was scary, but also what a wonderful experience. And it brought in a new layer of how this this podcast was kind of, you know, built and seen yeah. and all of that stuff, which is very exciting. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a big seriously. step, right? Yeah. <laughs> taking the podcast, like, you, we wanted to be taken seriously mm-hmm. and getting, like, a really serious sponsor like that was a big step and something that I think that we should work we will definitely work towards more in the future as well, working with companies like them, continuing to work with Osea. And yeah, so it, I'm very thankful. Something that was interesting about season two that I don't feel like we got as much in season one is, you know, no one sees the behind the scenes kind of numbers and growth and stuff, but like this podcast has grown a lot, yeah. you know, since season one and especially since the end of season two. And it's very cool to kind of, to see that. And, you know, these, these sponsors I'm sure will keep rolling in, you know, and this will continue to to level up in that direction. And it's, yeah, it's I very exciting. Prepared for that. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And being prepared for that because because there's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes that are very exciting. You yeah. know, a lot of people who've reached out to us and a lot of opportunities that we're, we're looking to see which ones are the better ways to grow, you know, yeah. and that's it's really awesome to kind of see it from the beginning of just, you know, two people sitting here drinking tea. So like, you know, we're, here's some, we're taking the tea. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, we're almost out of this one. <laughs> new, new heights. Absolutely. So. Yeah. So it's very exciting to, to have our first sponsor in, in season two and then seeing where that grows with season three. Speaking of, we've been with mentality or with, uh, why do I keep doing that? With T-Spectral <laughs> for two seasons. It's funny because I'm looking at their name as I say it. So I don't well, know. It My feels brain like is they're just, like part of the mentality brand. Yeah. I know they they very much feel like they're they're one and the same. It's it's wonderful, and we just got a a huge kind of dump of new tea that I'm yeah. staring at right now that I'm excited to have for season three. We're trying one of the new ones right now, which is Silk Ribbon, but th- we've got a handful of new yeah. ones that we haven't even had yet. No, and we have other tea companies that have been interested in mm-hmm. talking with us and sponsoring us and working with us. And there's also one. Can I mention? Yeah, that? absolutely. There's a really cool tea company that is kind of along lines with tea spectral like naya tea i've been wanting to try their tea for a while we've got some some mm-hmm. samples here that look really good that i think we'll be testing out in season three and kind Absolutely. of seeing there and like within like all the tea we we love the tea we want to we want to spread all the good tea out yeah there. well speaking of leveling up that's something that i know that we we did um in preparation of every season was was trying the teas and you know learning about them and i would love to kind of increase the visibility of that part yeah. of this podcast as well as kind of level up the the knowledge and the information we have on the teas yeah. and their you know their background and stuff like that because you know when we first started this the tea was kind of our way of of making sure that it was a casual environment and stuff like that but it's still a very vital part of of the podcast mm-hmm. and I'd love to make sure that it stays kind of a relevant part of the podcast yeah I think you know, we can making do more sure with it too. absolutely yeah with with more information more background and more uh I don't know. Mm, this tea tastes like <laughs> <laughs> maybe not so much of that. <laughs> like a, a tea connoisseur. <laughs> we can just have a tea episode where we learn all about tea. Yeah, I mean, I think that'd be fun. Talk about so. a, another level up. <laughs> exactly. A new idea. We'll we'll and put that in our back that. pocket. Yes. <laughs> but as we kind of to uh, to end this, we're we're nearing the end of this episode. Yeah, I think the the last thing that I I think we both should do is kind of check in with each other of. Mm-hmm where we're at personally not just like because yeah. we've we've checked in where the podcast is what mm-hmm. we want to do with it tell the story of your name yeah and where that's going but i think it's good to check in personally like mm-hmm. i want to ask you what how's your mental health and what are what are you working on right now but yeah. So uh, as we've kind of mentioned a little bit, you know, the, especially the last month has been a little difficult and I expect the next couple of months to be difficult probably throughout the and through the end of the year. But, um, you know, I'm really trying to to kind of embody that that positive 
part of of that promise that I've made myself of you know I've I've been trying to step up the my meditation game and make sure that I take time out of my day for that yeah. make sure that I take time out of my day to relax you know this is something that I talked to a few people about is my partner said this to me actually yesterday of I'm a very good pretender of being an extrovert which is true I mean I I've, I've mentioned this before but like I I am not an extrovert I very much was an introvert and I prefer just kind of sitting on my couch and playing video games and watching TV versus going out and talking to a whole bunch of people. It's it's mentally exhausting, but I kind of trained myself to get out there and to talk to people because I realized that it made life a lot easier <laughs> to have friends and family and people that have a support network. And it's a little hard to have a support network when you don't go out there and kind of find the support network. Not too many people come and knock on your door and are like, hey, I want to be your friend. <laughs> you know, you kind of have to go out there and find some friends. Yep. So I realized pretty early on that I would need to to learn how to be an extrovert, at least, you know, in public. And I did theater classes and such to kind of hone those skills. But, you know, that's something that I'm trying to nurture a little bit is knowing that that's not kind of my natural habitat and not constantly going 110% outside, you know, like some of my favorite days are staying in my pajamas and cleaning the house and like organizing things and, you know, watching some TV. And, and when I, when I watch TV, it's not just watching kind of passive TV. It's usually like the news or learning about video games, which is what I work in or things like that. Cause I'm constantly trying to stimulate my brain, but for me, it's, it's more, reading and and watching informational stuff than it is, you know, going out and talking to a whole bunch of people and kind of trying to nurture that side of myself. So that's something that I've been trying to work on a little bit, just kind of trying to fulfill that promise that I made to myself pretty much at the beginning of the year of, you know, when I changed my name. How about you? How are you doing? I'm doing a lot better. I found that I am, I'm very happy with where I am Mm -hmm. going, going to be. This has been definitely a very busy and stressful year. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us and I've learned a lot about myself in the kind of past few months that I want to work on setting more boundaries in my life I think that that's something that I didn't realize that I had an issue with and I've learned recently yeah that that's something I'm going to be working on and I want to get back into writing like I've been holding myself back from that for a while I think that by building boundaries and building like going back to therapy just because everyone should be in therapy. I want to oh, yeah. talk to someone. Everyone should be in yeah. therapy. Like I, not not at yeah. all if you feel like you need a therapist or not. Like I g- yeah. genuinely like feel I just, I want someone including to untangle. therapists should have therapists. There's some stuff that's tangled <laughs> in my head that I'm like, I want I want to be really mentally strong. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm getting there. I'm getting to the a little bit leaner. I'm like, I'm ready to get to that mental swole place. And mm-hmm. I know that I need the personal trainer to take me there. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm ready to get back into that process and to get writing about it as well. Cause I think that that'll be a really fun process. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited about that. I'm, I'm happy to be in a really cool environment right now where just where my headspace is in a better place, but I'm also a lot of my life. I'm taking on a lot more too coming up. So I have to figure out how to really schedule and balance myself. Cause I don't think I did that really well for the past few months. I kind of lived by the life of, go, 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 Mm -hmm. and don't stop and do as much as you can say yes to everything. Yeah. And I was just going and doing, which was fun for a while. And I mean, I technically am an extrovert. I call myself the extrovert with social anxiety, who's (laughs) more of an introverted extrovert. But like, cause I'm like, oh, I need to be with people. I need to be with people. Too many people. (laughs) There got to be a point where I'm like, oh, I need to just be with myself and reflect with that for a while. And being able to do that once in a while now and being able to know when, you know what, I don't want to go to this event or I just can't do this right now mm-hmm. has been really, really empowering for me. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll only speak for myself here, but um, 2019 has felt like a uh, kind of a new beginning in a lot of a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, it's felt like, uh, you know, basically it's funny because it's it almost feels like the universe was set up this way. But it was like basically since like. 2016 everyone talked about that being like a horrible year and I feel like 2016 and 2017 were kind of not great years at least for me but it kind of felt like that's kind of how the whole world felt (laughs) to be honest you know um 2016 basically starting since David Bowie passed away it felt like the whole universe kind of was off kilter for a few years (laughs) um but then it felt like 2018 was a little bit of like a you know, finding my footing on that like new ground. And then 2019 has felt like it's kind of, I felt like I've been building up 
from 2018 and building up from 2016 and 2017. And it very much feels like I'm moving in a positive direction as opposed to treading water like I was in 2018 or yeah. drowning in 2016 and 2017. So like, I don't know, this, this year has been a lot of learning experiences, but I feel like they've all been positive. They've all been in a good direction. I think it's been good growth. There's been growing Absolutely. pains, but it's been really good growth. Mm-hmm. Like we're, yeah. I think we're going in a good direction toward where, what we can do and who we can be. Speaking of, that means that 2020 for season three of Mentality should be starting off with awesome. Yeah, it'll be great, guys. Look forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are pretty much at the end of our time. So I wanted to, uh, first of all, say thank you to all of you who have been listening to season one and season two of Mentality. That's a lot of episodes, to be honest. We're at, thank you for what is this, the 27th episode, I think? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a a lot of time to to listen to us talk to you. So, yeah, thank you. You're putting your earphones in or your your car stereo in like yeah. thank you for sitting down and sipping tea with us and mm-hmm. yeah like well, we hope that you continue to listen to us grow or maybe watch us grow eventually if you have any feedback we, we want to know how you'd like to see us grow as well yeah speaking so. of feedback you can contact us in a lot of different ways uh, you can contact us at mentalitytalk at gmail.com if you have any questions comments concerns anything like that um, we would love to hear from you you know the the emails that we get and the, the messages that we get uh, over Instagram and such are really awesome to see and we would yeah. you know more of those is, is great and then yeah. you can find us on Instagram at mentality and and uh, what, what else have we got? We got uh, Facebook. Facebook yeah, right? we still got a Facebook, I think. <laughs> we, got a, we got a Facebook for Mentality. I don't personally, but we have one for Mentality. I don't know. I even use Facebook. <laughs> yeah, Mentality Talk at Facebook, at Instagram. Mm-hmm. There's some unknown Twitter that still exists, I think. Yes, you can follow us on Twitter and yeah. you can message us on Twitter. Well, we promise we'll get better about the social media. This is yes. definitely one of those parts that we want to level up is kind of the uh, the outreach. Yeah. We'll be definitely doing that more. So look forward to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you for being along with this journey and looking forward to see you when we sip some more tea in the next season. Yeah. I want to thank all of our guests for this season. It's been a wonderful journey. I've learned so much for this one. It's been out of the comfort zone for a few, and I am so glad I made that that step. I want to say thank you to T-Spectral and Osea for sponsoring us for the season. Yes. It's been wonderful. It's been an awesome step, awesome awesome growth opportunity. I look forward to continuing to uh, foster those relationships yes. and drinking all the tea. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> As I said before, this is Silk Ribbon that we're drinking from T-Spectral, and you can get a discount if you go to tspectral.com slash mental. All right. I think we're pretty much at the end. Yeah? Yeah. This is a camera and light for season two, and we look forward to seizing you, uh, seeing you in season three. Yeah, look forward <laughs> to you listening. Thank you so All much, right. guys. Bye. Bye.